Greetings. Welcome to A Woman's Self-Care is Vital. I am Lorraine McCall with Breathe, Balance, Energize. And this is my journey of my reminder to myself and you that a woman's self-care is vital. It is not about being right or perfect. It is about being brave enough to be unapologetically brave while floating through the discomfort to derive your truth while giving birth to my constant, beautiful, creative, energetic, and loving self over and over again. So today I want to talk about this episode. I would like to talk about where I find my comfort. I have to laugh because I literally just had this whole conversation with myself outwardly thinking that I was recording and I was not. So <clears throat> I presume that that was my my test session and that this go-round is going to be even more profound than what I thought I said earlier. So today I cut my hair. And with the shaving of my head and the cutting of each lock, I internally affirmed love, light. And as I'm cutting my hair, I have this flashback of the first time my hair was cut and I felt beautiful. It would be my senior year, which was 1989, and I had my hair cut into a bob. Now this haircut would go against my grandma Patsy's standard of beauty for a woman, which was women had long hair. My self-expression and what I desired and what I defined as my own personal beauty went against my grandmother's construct of beauty. A matter of fact, a lot of my self-expression went against what someone else considered beautiful. However, coming from a family with so many rules about everything, what was very common was self-critique and judgment. And oftentimes then, and even now, I often don't, didn't see myself as beautiful. It wasn't something that was said or acknowledged about my person. So it took a very long time for me to look in the mirror and to see myself in such a light. So this morning, I'm cutting my hair with the assistance of my loved one and 
At some point during the day, he says, I don't think you're really pleased with the outcome of your decision or something to that effect. And my response to that was, I didn't feel anything this go round. This would be my second set of locks. And in the past, when I shaved my head or cut the length of my hair, I always had a feeling like I was purging weight. I was releasing something and whatever it was I was doing to my hair, it was an act of energetic, mental, and emotional freedom. But this morning, there was no shift. I felt the same. And in, on its, in its own right, it was a beautiful reminder that I'm in a very great mental and emotional and energy space in my life where I could shave my hair and I still felt light as a feather. There was nothing to purge. All I had to do was continue to be me. Well, me, while undergoing this new look, was also suffering from allergies. So my eyes were red, bulging, face inflamed, bags under my eyes. And though I'm cutting my hair, there's nothing about this moment where I'm actually feeling beautiful, sexy, or enticing, feminine even. The entire time, though feeling nothing in terms of energy change, I am constantly judging and critiquing myself at every angle. Does it look feminine? Are the lines too hard? Do I look soft? Self-acceptance, at least for me, is like this ongoing journey. I can like what I look like, and it's all really more physicality for me, more than internal. I really enjoy who I am as a person. But this need or goal to be found beautiful at a moment's notice, just for myself, Realistically, it's not something I have always achieved.
In my intro, I say it's not about being right or perfect. But somewhere in my actions or even in my train of thought, I am attempting to be so. So, I do all the things to contend with my allergies. I take allergy medicine. I put a cold pack on my eye. I rest. I clear my nasal passage. But at the end of the day, my eyes are just a little bit less irritable. I need to repeat the cycle of all the things that need to do to keep the allergy at bay. And then I remember there are cookies, chocolate chip cookies with walnuts in the back seat of the truck. There's the thought. And then there's the action where the cookies are now actually in my hand. I eat three cookies and I tell myself that it is enough. And so I close the bag and I place them on the kitchen table and I return to the room. Some way during the course of this day, I remember hearing someone speak on Instagram about how is one loyal to oneself. And immediately my answer to that question is to honor what it is that I say that I desire for myself. But the truth is, I haven't always honored myself. It has not been a consistent practice, especially when it comes to sugar. In my family, we have been conditioned to have some sugary goodness in just about every meal and definitely as a snack. At some point, I would develop the habit where if I found myself desiring to eat sugar, I would have to ask a question. Did something happen today that didn't sit well or resonate with your person? And if the answer was yes, I could not give myself permission to indulge any dessert. Then in turn, I would have to have a conversation about my thoughts and feelings with myself And depending on what the situation is, potentially even address the issue with the person or if there's a person involved. And this practice really helped me to begin to contend with my sugar addiction. The other practice that I had that really helped with me being disciplined about eating sugar was actually drinking chickberry and bilberry tea. I found that I could drink one cup of tea and I could actually be in the same house and ice cream did not have to be eaten 
cookies could stay in my house for a week and not be touched. And so as I'm sitting here articulating very clearly about what my experience is, I am very aware of the power of addiction and how as much as I may be judgmental of myself about not being disciplined in not indulging sugar, I realize a part of not having discipline is the addiction. But in that addiction to sugar, it's where I find my comfort. Sugar doesn't ask what. Sugar doesn't ask why, who, or where. It just immediately rocks or rubs. And in that moment, you know, or at least you feel as if you're okay. So the question then becomes that you may wonder about is, did she eat the fourth cookie? Did she complete the bag? And the truth would be, I did. When I went back into the kitchen to eat the fourth cookie is when I heard the conversation in my mind about being loyal. And when I heard that within myself, I immediately made a 180 degree turn and returned back to the room. But then there was a later moment where I chose not to be in conversation with myself about anything because all I wanted was the satisfaction, the comfort. So I returned to the kitchen and I grabbed the, the cookie bag. And the question is somewhere hanging over my head is to the left of me or the right of me, but I refuse to say or ask myself about self-sabotage in the moment. Is it really self-sabotage if I am comforting myself? Absolutely, when I say that sugar is not what I desire for myself and it's definitely not a part of my wellness plan. What addiction is. I admit that I am from the tribe of Cookie Monsters. I literally have a t-shirt that says straight out of cookies with Cookie Monster on it. So I'm left with one question. 
as my house is now cookie-free. Granting me the opportunity to start again and having a new commitment to myself, to honor myself with what I say I desire, which is to not eat foods that have refined sugar of any kind. The question is, is satisfaction okay without resolution? Eating those cookies, yes, it made me feel better, but it didn't stop the swelling of my eyes, the draining of my nasals, the swollen cheeks and bags underneath my eyes. It did not. It left me in the same state I found myself in and the the satisfaction lasted as long as there was something I could place in my mouth. The moment the cookie was gone, it was over. Maybe a few minutes later, the satisfaction, it wanes. It's fleeting. It's silent. Silence has its place, but in this regard, it's like abuse. It keeps you encaged. Vulnerable. Unwilling to contend with the thing that is potentially identified as causing harm. So I think I'm gonna leave or in this episode with the question, dissatisfaction without resolution, is it okay? Why or why not? Thank you for listening. This is Lorraine McCall with Breathe, Balance, Energize. I would like to remind each and every one of you that your happiness and your health, it matters. Peace and blessings.